Welcome to Listening to Your Gut. My name is Kelly, and I am an educator and future holistic nutritionist with a passion and purpose in this life to educate and serve others, like you. As a woman with two autoimmune conditions, I have found the power in embracing a holistic lifestyle to support my overall well-being. In each episode, I will share inspiration, tips, or research-proven strategies that will help you to listen to your gut, literally and figuratively. Together, we will work to honor our mind, body, and soul through holistic wellness. I am so pumped we are on this journey together. Let's dive in. Welcome back. Today's episode is part two of The Choice, and... I got a lot of great feedback on that episode from many of you that listened, and I felt that it was um, just destined to happen that I bring Jeremy on to discuss, you know, the way that he feels about this decision. Um, And like I said before, it is a mutual decision between the two of us, so I think it's really important that he also shares his side of that. So... I am going to welcome Jeremy back to the podcast for a second time. Welcome, Jeremy. Pleasure to be back. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so I'm going to just let him kind of speak to um, the decision, how he feels about it, Uh, you know, just kind of let him take it where it may. And, um, you know, I may interject a few few thoughts here and there, but I really want him to, you know, be able to speak on this because like I said, it's a mutual decision and his voice is just as important as mine is, um, in, in this decision-making process. So Jeremy, welcome. And just let the listeners, um, know, you know, how you feel about this decision, how, um, you know, how it was this mutual decision that we made together and just, just your thoughts in general, um, about this, this decision. And I apologize. You may hear clinging and clanging in the background. Lily's finishing her dinner. So, um, she's all done now, but yeah, that's what that was. So I digress. Go ahead, Jeremy. So the decision being a mutual decision did not initially start with it being a mutual decision of no kids. It actually started with a mutual decision of having children. Um, When we were just dating, we had even talked about like knowing how serious we were. And we had talked about children's names, talked about having two kids. Um, Don't really want to be outnumbered at any time. I mean, if you do, it's your choice and that's anybody's choice. Um, But we talked about having children. Even after we got married, there was a point where we had talked about having children. And it was very positive. It was nothing where we were feeling like we were changing our minds. And then in about 2017, 2018, Kelly started to say, you know, what if we didn't have kids? And... At that time, I kind of pushed it to the wayside. I'm like, you know, she had made mention of her aunt and uncle who do not have children. And I said, if you want to be like your aunt and uncle, we could be like your aunt and uncle. We won't have kids. But I was saying it in a sense of, all right, we just won't talk about having kids right now. Let's move on. Let's move forward. Um, there's one of our fur kids right there, uh, if you can hear it. <laughs> yeah. But Riley, that's enough. She ain't going to listen. Uh, anyway, um, 
it started to be more of a conversation like in 2018 where we were at a family function. I think it was a Thanksgiving meal. And Kelly said to her dad, more than likely we are not having kids. And I remember we were leaving that day and it was one of the first things I brought up in the car ride. I'm like, so I know you said about not having kids and Kelly kind of went, oh, I'm not just saying it. I'm meaning it. I don't want to have kids. And when you first hear that, you start to think, man, well, what do I want? What do I desire? And Kelly has very strong reasoning to why she does not want to have children. And one of my reasonings is something very similar to Kelly's. Mine goes to the sense of when you need time for yourself, which every day someone may need a minute here or a five minute break here. When you have children, there is no time out. Even when they are asleep, there is no time out. You might have to think about the next day ahead of you. What do we have to do? What time do I need to get up so that I may get them up at a decent time so we can do our plans? What do I have to do? Like in the sense of for meals, are we going somewhere? Hey, do I need to make sure that their clothes have been washed? I know I have to wash my clothes, but I need to wash their clothes too. Yeah, you're no longer just looking out for yourself. You're looking out for another human being, which is really what you're you're zoning in on. Yes, and I have some nieces and nephews who I love dearly. And I enjoy spending time with Louie, especially because mm-hmm. he is all over me to the point where, what was it, <laughs> like three weeks ago, or three months ago, he accidentally dislocated my shoulder and I had to, I'm like, hey, buddy, you got to get off. You got to get off. And I had to pop it back into place. Um, but it reaches a point where, you know, when we had hung out for five, maybe six hours there and we had a good time, at about eight o'clock, I can say, all right. We're heading home, buddy. I hope you have a good night. I love you. But when I leave, I don't have to think any additional bit of information to what time is he going to bed? Is he getting a full night's sleep? Mm -hmm. Um, And I still do enjoy spending time with children. I want to make that very clear. Oh, yeah, we both do. I mean, my job is centered around being with kids, and I absolutely love that. I mean, that's why I am in the profession that I am in. So, uh, you know, there's no, I think that's part of the, and excuse me for interjecting, but I think that's part of the, um, the, the stigma that people think it's like an all or nothing, right? You choose not to have kids. Oh, that means you must like hate kids. You must not, you know, want to be around kids. And that, that couldn't be further from the truth. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there that don't like to be around kids. Right. And, and therefore they don't have kids, but, I think for the majority of people out there, they do like kids. Um, it's just they don't want to to have them full time. Um, that's you know not their path. And um, so yeah, I just wanted to again interject that real quick. Go ahead. Yes, and I actually um, made mention to it to my grandmother on uh, Wednesday. She called me and we talked for a little bit and. 
My sister, who is now pregnant, so I'm very happy for her, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to have a little girl here in about five or six more months, depending on how far along she is. But what it comes down to is that my grandmother knew about it, and I knew she knew, and we talked about it. And so I said, but Grandma... Kelly and I aren't having kids. And I gave her, like, my reasoning. I explained some of those things. I I expressed to mental health, too, to the fact that, you know, you have to worry about another human being. And it doesn't just stop when they go to college. Mm -hmm. It's to the point where even now my parents worry about me. Kelly's dad worries about her. And it goes to that point. But... I wanted to see what my grandmother said, and when she said, Jeremy, that is one of the most responsible things that anyone can do. And when she said it, I first, you know, I know she's my grandmother, and she has a few great-grandchildren now. Um, And it made me, you know, feel like that's the first family member besides my parents who I had talked to about it, and... When she said that, it made me feel really good, made me feel like I had support, that I wasn't sure what the response was going to be. Mm -hmm. And I think now knowing that, I feel better because at first I was afraid that, you know, she'd be like, well, you know, you're young and you got time and we are young, Mm -hmm. but if we're certain on something, it shouldn't be a matter of time. It should be something that we are talking about here. Mm -hmm. And we just feel comfortable that way. It's not, again, we do not hate children. I see children every day. I have three dogs, which, you know, those are lives that I'm (laughs) responsible for. It is a pet. They're like miniature kids 24-7. I mean, one's literally right in front of me right now, so I'm trying to talk over him so the microphone gets me, but, you know. He's wanting some attention for the huge. Yeah, but... Yeah, and let me interject again, because I I think you brought up a great point, and, you know, I think we, we are blessed that we have such supportive family members and you know we brought up you were wondering whether your grandma was going to say oh well you're young and you have you know time to think about it and you know some people that is their natural inclination is to say that to someone when they hear that they don't want to have kids and I think a lot of that comes from they're just they don't know how to respond right they're um they don't want to offend, and but then they also want to come off as like maybe hopeful that you will, you know, come around and, and make that choice. And I think it's important for people to understand that it is not a matter of time in terms of, like you said, coming around and making that choice. It's we we have had time and we we know that that's for us, that that's the best choice for us and and five years isn't going to make a difference. And, and, you know, maybe we do think differently in five years, but most likely, um, you know, five years isn't going to make a difference. Two years isn't going to make a difference. Ten years, you know, if, if we're set on um, this way of life now, it's, 
it's only going to be more ingrained in us to continue to live this way as time goes on. And and that's okay. If we're happy that way, that's okay. And I think people, you know, need to understand that and respect it. And, and I'd also like to interject just on another note too, that I feel as though, you know, a lot of times people will respond that way, like, oh, you have time. Um, And, you know, that's, that's their natural way to, to talk about it, I guess, or to respond. Um, But if you think about it, you know, people who choose to, to have kids, you know, I guess if we're going to ask these questions of people who choose not to have kids, then for those of us who, who choose not our question, you know, back to those who do is, you know, why did you choose to have kids? I think a lot of people would instinctively say, well, I just knew from, you know, since a child that I was going to have kids. And it's like, well, there needs to be more than that, right? Like, why exactly did you want or do you want to have kids? Is it because, you know, you you want to raise a child and, and to bring another life into this world? If so, that's great, right? Uh, if, if you're you know, starting to realize that the reason you had kids was, well, because everybody else is doing it, um, then, then obviously I think we all know that that's not, that's not the reason you should have kids is to, to be, um, in line with the status quo. And so, but sadly, you know, I think a lot of people do do that. It's like, well, my parents had me, so I, I need to have kids, you know? And I think some people, sometimes people get sucked into, well, you know, if I don't have kids and my grandparents won't have grandchildren and sometimes people are um, kind of persuaded to, to go down that path of having kids because they feel like they would be letting down their parents if they don't, um, if they don't have kids. And, and sometimes that's just inside their brain they think that and sometimes that is it's vocalized that parents are like, well, when are you going to have kids? And it's like, you know, kind of this this ticking time clock um, where they feel pressured to do it. So, you know, thankfully, both Jeremy and I, like we've said, have had incredibly supportive um, you know, family and parents that, that have not pressured us into doing anything that we're not completely 100% dedicated um, and feel feel passionate about. And and that's, you know, I, we do this episode again to, to express that, you know, if, if you need to share this with a family member or a, a loved one that needs to hear this, um, because maybe you're feeling like you're being pressured, then, you know, this is, this is something you might want to send to them because I think, again, it's a topic that we all shy away from because it's, it's hard to talk about things that could be uncomfortable to certain people. And it's, it's about time, you know, with everything else going on in the world, it's about time that we shed light on this and we, we stop avoiding it and we speak our truths. And so, yeah. So thanks for letting me have that little, little side comment. Okay, my love, I wanted to let you in on the best skincare line I have ever used. That is 100% plant-based organic, cruelty-free, non-GMO, and gluten-free. Skin Essence Organics is a Canadian-based company that sells their products both in the U.S. and Canada. As I mentioned, their products are all plant-based and contain no harmful toxins. They smell great, feel great, and last an insanely long time. I have had some of my products for over six months, and I use them every day. One of my favorite products is the Facial in a Jar. 
It is an exfoliant and softening mask. You simply put a pinch of the powder and a few drops of water into your hand to make the most amazing smelling mask ever. If you are ready to switch over your skincare products and support your body and the environment, I've got your back. You can get 15% off your next order when you use my code KELLY15. That's K-E-L-L-Y-15. Feel free to DM me on Instagram with any questions you have at Kelly underscore Bluth. Again, the code to save you on these amazing products at Skin Essence Organics is Kelly15. All right, now let's get back to the episode. I also do think really deep about the fact that Kelly has was born with a serious medical condition and yeah. if we had that chance of it happening, which the doctor said it's like it's a 50 50. Yeah. I mean, everyone says, well, you could look at the glass half full and I'm like, yeah, and we could. Um, it's just, I wouldn't, I know what Kelly went through as a child and I wouldn't want that to be something for our child if we did choose yeah, I think for me, you know, it's, it's, I can tell you the, that part of not wanting to have kids, um, has nothing to do with not wanting to raise a child that potentially could have special needs. I mean, I could have been that child, um, as, you know, as my family told me, which I am incredibly blessed to be here and to be, to be well and, and to not have any disabilities, but, um, yeah, it has, for me, it has nothing to do with that. I, I would be, be honored to, to take care of a, a child that has special needs. But if I step back and think about the taxation that would have on my mental health and, um, just feeling like I always need to stand up for my child to make sure that they are heard and, um, and valued, I, I think that, that's a lot on a person and not saying I couldn't do it. I, I think, you know, we can all do things that we don't think we're capable of doing, but do I want to put myself through that mental stress, um, day in and day out? And, and the, the answer to that for me is no, I don't, I don't want to risk that. I know it's a possibility and, um, I, I don't want to put myself through that, that pain and that hardship for, um, potentially for the rest of my life with that child. So, um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of factors as, you know, Jeremy and I have expressed to our family members and, and to those that, you know, wish to know and, and want to, to understand, um, our decision. But yeah, it, it really boils down to, like Jeremy said, it was a mutual decision in the beginning. It was more one-sided, but once, um, Jeremy and I had these conversations and we realized that, that both of us would be, um, better off not having children because of just our, our history, our backgrounds, our, um, our own mental health is huge. Um, we, we don't, we want, we would want our child to have 100% of us. And given our, our, our nature of ourselves, we, we don't feel that we could devote 100% of ourselves to a child. There's a lot that we aspire to do in life that we feel we could give 110% to, um, 
if we didn't have children. And so, you know, we're, we're highly passionate individuals and, um, children will always be part of our life. I mean, like Jeremy said, my brother has three kids that we absolutely adore and love. And Jeremy's sister is about to have a child as well. And so we will absolutely, you know, smother them with love for the rest of their lives. But that is just not, it's not in the cards for us as, as, you know, a married couple to, to go down that path ourselves. And so, yeah. So anyways, thanks for coming to part two of my TED talk on this. I know that the first part, like I said, was very impactful for many. And I hope that um, you're able to continue to share that with others. And hopefully this episode as well will um, provide some some more insight into our decision as well as hopefully it can be a talking point for you and you know your significant other or you and and your family members in terms of helping them to understand you know maybe where your where your thoughts are and where you're coming from if you are choosing to go down the same path that we are so yeah that that's that so thanks again for tuning in for another episode and I look forward to connecting with you on this episode and others on Instagram. Feel free to reach out and tag me with your takeaways and your thoughts. And as always, I'm super appreciative and um, very thankful and blessed that you continue to support this podcast and to continue to learn and grow with me. All right, my love, I hope you were able to take away some positive thoughts from today's episode. And if you feel you'd like to be able to connect more with the listeners of this podcast, then I have great news for you. If you are a woman that is interested in having a place to connect, inspire, and support other like-minded women, the Listening to Your Gut Podcast Facebook community is for you. In the Facebook community, we share our health and wellness journeys with one another in an effort to normalize these talks we often shy away from or feel are not welcome. They are welcome here. The link to join is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with a friend. It is my mission to support as many women as possible, and together we can make that a reality. I am honored to be on this journey together. Until next time, I love you. I'm always here for you, and I'll talk to you soon.